Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. We are picking up with day 12 of our Confessions of God's People that are Stuck in the Middle devotional, which is a fictional writing based off scripture. This one is on 2 Kings chapter 4, and it's just been a blast to go through this Mm -hmm. so far. There's a link to this devotional in the description of the podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. You notice I can't say description anymore. (laughs) It just cuts off. Uh, Anyways, and as always, I'm going to read the scripture and Tori's going to pick it with a Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Romans chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. And it says this, For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. The devotional is titled, Confessions of a Broke Parent, The Widow. Dear Father, I am so scared. My husband just died, but it might as well have been both of us. The creditors are coming soon to take my two boys as their slaves. We will be enslaved for the rest of our lives because I have no way of making money. Lord, I am drowning in this debt. I can take some of the blame for our debt as my mistake, but a lot of it was not my fault. I needed to take care of my husband when he was sick, so I had to borrow to make ends meet. Debt has been following us for years. No matter how hard we worked, it just never went entirely away. We would get so close, and then something would happen, and I would blink, and the numbers would be right back up where they used to be. I am ashamed, and I don't know what to do anymore. I don't want anyone to know. I am down to one little jar of olive oil, and I am desperate. I need a miracle. Sincerely, a broke parent. My dear daughter, your poverty does not define you. I do not see you by what you have or don't have or what you owe or don't owe. I have always loved your giving spirit. You see everything as an opportunity to help and share even when you don't have much to give. Everyone is in debt to me and owes me their life. I want to save them, not just temporarily, but forever. I have seen you carry the weight of debt for years. I do not want my children to live with that burden. I want you to live in freedom. I want you to be cared for and feel safe. This debt has affected your health, your sleep, and your happiness. This is not the life I have intended for you. You try to calculate what part was your fault and what part was to blame others. Don't. Blame isn't the deciding factor on how much or how little I help you. Everyone deserves forgiveness entirely, no matter the circumstances. I will help you. Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you, and you will honor me. You are my delight, the apple of my eye. I love giving you good things. I have promised to provide you with good things to satisfy you. I always make good on my promises. Love your Heavenly Father. Yeah, that first line in the letter from God was, uh, your poverty does not define you. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us need to hear that. Yeah. Because also on the other side, your riches do not define you. Right. 
those things are so small in the grand view of God and eternity with him. Mm-hmm. Yes, money can open up doors. Yes, it offers convenience. Yes, it does good things, but also can do a lot of bad things too. Yeah. And so we can't, we have to make sure that we're not allowing something to dictate the way we feel about ourselves. Yeah. Now I do love the way this woman prayed because if you actually read second Kings chapter four, this woman says to Elisha, the prophet of God, and she's like, my husband's dead and I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. What do I do? And Elisha said to her, well, what do you have? And she's, she literally said, all I have is like a jar of olive oil and that's it. And he's like, okay, go to your neighbors and ask them all for empty containers like empty Mm -hmm. little glasses yeah then she she gathered them all from all their neighbors and family and then he said okay start pouring the olive oil into these containers right and she kept pouring and she kept pouring and she kept pouring and she kept pouring until she ran out of containers right and she was like oh my gosh look what just happened and Mm -hmm. the second she got to that last container the oil stopped flowing right and it was so cool for me to read that because yeah then elisha said to her hey now go sell these and this will help pay for everything yeah but god provided exactly it was god who provides and i think we forget that yeah that he always provides the sacrifice he provides the payment that's what he did with jesus yeah that's what he did for abraham and isaac he provided the ram in the thicket god always provides it Mm -hmm. just may not always look like we want it to yeah and it's a trust game you know and like she had to exercise her faith when it didn't make sense you know when elijah said go get those empty jars she could have been like well that doesn't make any sense i only have one jar of oil what i mean it's only going to go as far as the oil goes but God doesn't work inside of our logic, right? God is outside of our logic. God is outside of our own understanding. We were actually just talking to one of our patrons about this, but it's like the more we learn and the more we grow in different seasons of our lives, the more we realize how much we don't understand about God yet and how his ways are so much higher and his thoughts are so much higher. And so if he says for us to do something slightly crazy, Instead of questioning him, we just need to trust him and do mm-hmm. it because we don't know what that miracle is going to be. Like that miracle for this woman was that the oil just kept flowing and it was able to, you know, help pay for that debt that she was drowning under. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what God will do in our life to help us from drowning in our own situations. And also just a quick little side note. You never know when your neighbor's knocking on your door asking for clear glasses Mm -hmm. if we need to be offering more of what we have so that they can experience the miracle of God. So good. Love that perspective. You ready to pray, son, out? I am. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you are our Alpha and Omega and our provider, Lord. I pray that... um, We would never be scared to come to you when we're nervous or overwhelmed or feel like we are drowning in our own situations, Lord, but that we would come to you and just ask, Lord, that we would freely ask and fully trust that you will provide, that you are for us, not against us, and that you will come through in ways that we won't even understand, Lord. But would you give us the spiritual eyes to see you inside of our circumstances today, Lord? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue asking God to show up in your life. Yes, and y'all don't forget 
that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. I'll be talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara.